real quick tell you how much we're spending on this trip. What? Do we need to know that? <laughs> tang tang. That's Miami. One. Welcome to Miami. Welcome to Miami. <laughs> Welcome to Miami. And Benino. Ami. Ami. I don't think I'm saying that right. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Hold on. All right, guys. We're feeling a little mind blown. Woo! We're in Miami. Miami. Celebrating my birthday. Happy birthday, Andrea. Uh, we're starting a brand new podcast. Yes. This is episode three. We're in it. We're stoked. We're in it. We're not so much virgins anymore. No. Still kind of a little bit. We're just, you know, new to the game. Um, you know that we've known each other for seven years? Seven fucking years. I know. First of all, tell them how old you are. I'm 27. How old did you just turn? I'm 27. Happy 27th birthday, baby. I feel so old. Yeah. Tell me about it. I was 27 when we met. Seven wow. years ago. That's what I'm saying. Or maybe 26. I'm 33 now. Math is hard. <laughs> um, yeah, we met in college in yeah. debate class, ironically. Debate? No, speech, actually. Oh, yeah. It was speech class. But we had to do a debate speech, excuse me. Yes, we did. And I debated against no one because he didn't even bother to show up. Oh, you didn't? No. I was kind of thinking that me and you were partners on that. No, I don't think we've ever been partners on anything. <laughs> Except for this podcast. <laughs> Woo, we're going to see how that turns out. Uh, our opinions are differentiating. We mentioned that on the first episode. So this episode is going to be called Mind Blown. Mind Blown. Lots of different things to talk about. We're about to be mind blown over the next few fucking days because where are we going, Andrea? Ultra music ultra, festival. baby. We're losing our ultra virginity too. Yes. Andrea is a seasoned rave baby. Yes. I am a very newbie rave baby. Kind of. I went to EDC, I think, in like 2017. You went to SMF, too. I actually have never been to SMF. I I thought you did. VIP. No, EDC, Orlando, VIP. Oh, never mind. That's (laughs) it. I kind of like don't want to go to SMF. Why? Sunset Music Festival. Yeah, it's in Tampa, Florida. It's the it's honestly the first one I went to because it's the closest one to us. And the the lineup is usually legit. I think I just don't want to go to it because I don't have to travel to go to it. You know what I mean? Oh, so you don't want to make it a point. I just love every excuse to travel. I mean, duh, but traveling across the bay to Tampa is still a festival. Yeah, so we're from the Tampa Bay area. If we haven't mentioned that. I live in St. Pete. Andrea lives in Tampa right now. She's a travel nurse, so she yeah. gets to go everywhere. Jelly, not jelly. I am jelly. Um, so, yeah, we're going on the fucking Ultra. We're going to see Tiesto. We're going to see Slander. Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I'm so stoked to see her. We There's were so many people. going to go to Puerto Vallarta this week and go to their spring break that Alice in Wonderland and Louisa Child are headlining, but... COVID, whatever. Restrictions. It's okay. Next year. There's always next year. Always next year. We still get to see Alice in Wonderland, and that's really the whole point of that trip. So, pretty much. Except Lewis the Child. I am a stan for Lewis the Child. So, hey, Robbie. Robbie. What, uh, what other topics are we talking about? Let's um, pack the essentials. All right. What are we unpacking today? We're going to talk about some mind blown. Trips in general, some some life-changing trips. Uh, we're going to talk a little more about festivals and that plur life baby. 
Uh, we're going to talk about sacred spots, um, some places that we visited and just that in general. We're going to talk about not overthinking. We're going to talk about drugs since this is <laughs> mind blown episode Mindset. blow your mind I love drugs. anyways just kidding just legal stuff anyways uh and then we're gonna fucking finish up with mind blowing orgasms y'all that's the most important topic strap in get ready all right so let's yeah. let's start the journey off um with some maybe some mind-blowing trips that you've been on or destinations i should say yeah i mean we talked a lot about arizona and san diego last episodes so i don't want to harp on that more but san diego is really just like such a great trip for me like i feel Spot like for you yeah i feel like first of all i feel like i need to live there i'm probably gonna live there at some point in my lifetime um but i feel like i just gained a lot of confidence on that trip and honestly andrea i owe a lot of that to you because guess what on that trip that was the first time I went out without a bra on. Nips out, tips out, tips I out. can't believe that. Wait a minute. For real. You convinced me because I was like, I can't really wear a bra with a shirt, but I'm, it's the only thing I have to wear with a skirt. Like, take it off. I had a bra on. You're like, no. Like, just no. You don't need just it. Just take it off. You're allowed to let the titties free these days. Yes. We should have always been allowed, but you know, it's like more socially acceptable now. Free the tits. Fucking Finally. So, yeah, so I just, you know, had my tube top on and my nips were were out. <laughs> having a blast. Having a fucking blast. So scandalous. Thanks, girl. And, again, I told her the other day, I, like, really don't have the confidence to go brawless unless I'm with her because she's usually also brawless. <laughs> True statement. True like statement. right now, aren't you, aren't you brawless right yeah. now? <laughs> no bra. Exhibit no bra. A. Um, yeah, so... That trip was just really great for me. I also decided on that trip that uh, a longtime habit of mine, the marijuana, Mary Jane, I decided that her and I needed to break up. Uh, So I smoked my last J on my birthday, which was during that trip in Arizona. And I quit for like a whole month and a half. And then I relapsed. But, you know, I've still recognized that weed is not... It's a habit. It's, it's not doing much good for me. It helps with anxiety, but I'm just on this new chapter of my life of like really slowing down on that habit. It's, it's hard it's just to quit. Making but. it a healthier habit. If, if you have to depend on something, you know, to, yeah. to cure your, not cure your anxiety, but help with your anxiety, um, there's just healthier ways or healthier outlets, right? Yeah, like meditation. So you just needed some space, right? You just yeah. needed You didn't break up. You just needed some space. Yeah, and I've created a lot more space. I definitely have cut back so much. I mean, my ultimate goal is to quit. I don't want to be a stoner for the rest of my life. It's not the look I want. I want a, I want a great career. I want this podcast to kick off. Like, I got a lot of shit going on. I don't got time for Mary Jane. Yeah. So, but yes, yeah, I created some space. It's just a lot of money. Yeah, I don't spend much money on it anymore. So that's... Like that's what I'm saying. When it becomes thing. something that you do all the time, and I'm not saying like, I know people that do it every hour, every mm-hmm. day. Me too. That's insane. It's that's a much. lot of money. How do you spend that much? A guy I just went out with on a date. Like, I'm not going to see him anymore because he has a medical card and he's, he's like, I'll oh, stay high. And I'm like, well, that is a turn off. Goodbye. Like, why mentally do you need to stay high? Because you're avoiding. It's avoiding. 
it's avoiding reality. Like I feel like I use it to make my life less boring. Like I'll do it, like I'll smoke and then go do some laundry and shit. Cause I have to go to the laundry mat beach life. But like why most people, normal people don't have to be high while they're doing their no. laundry. So like, nope. why do I, why do I need to depend on that? I just want to be able to live a normal life. Like life mm-hmm. is not bad. Like why am I distracting myself from it? So I'll get there. What about you, Andrea? What you, what life-changing trips have you been on? So I think, hmm, kind of, okay. So life-changing trip, I kind of mentioned before, traveling solo, right? My first trip out of the country was solo, but that wasn't the first time traveling solo. So no. So, I mean, that was one of the times, that was during one of my big solos. So a big trip in general. But that was one of my little trips that I went on. But I was out of the country. Um, but I went off for a job to uh, New Hampshire. And every chance I got, like every time I had off, because I was pretty much working, like traveling for work. So wait, that was a nursing job? That's yeah. the reason why you were in New Hampshire? Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. And then that's why I visited all of the east, the northeast coast. I was thinking that Atlanta was your first travel nursing gig, but no. no. Oh, you. So anyways, during that was my first time I traveled solo, right? Um, what did you do? You went up the Northeast, bunch of yeah, different cities? Yeah, that's when I went to Boston. That's when I went to Maine, uh, like Portland and Canada. I went to Six Flags. I went whitewater rafting and almost died. Oh, my God. Like, I've, I did all this stuff by myself, and it was a lot – just overcoming, like, not depending on someone else, right? Yeah. So. I do feel like it's, like, important, like, not to take away from you traveling alone. Because you did travel alone. You figured this all on your out on your own. But, like, didn't you also meet up, like, with people from online apps or something and, like. Sometimes. Had some friends and, like, hung out with some people yeah. a little so, bit. Yeah, so, I mean, sometimes I would try to hang out with people from the camp. Like, I took one of – um I met up one of them to the Ben & Jerry's factory in Vermont. Cute. So, so you had a little date to the B&J factory. Right? <laughs> so cute. Anyways, um she's probably a nurse now, too. But anyways. Oh, cute. Oh, wait. So you did Bumble Friends? I, no, or she was one nurse? of the ones at the camp that I met. So – um, when, when I you would, say camp, so I was a nurse at a camp. That's right. Okay, I forgot. Okay, at a summer camp, like a summer, a kids camp. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Would you do that again? I didn't make enough money. Fair. Yeah. Now she's <laughs> making bank, y'all. She just can't go back. Not only that, but it was like in. I mean, yes, it's great because you get to. I don't. It was a great experience. Don't get me wrong. But would I do it multiple over and over and over again? I think I was a one and done yeah. thing. Great experience. Don't regret it. Wouldn't trade it for anything else. I learned so much by doing that, driving by myself. And that's the biggest thing is like, you're driving. I went to Cape Cod. That's a long freaking drive. Okay. From New Hampshire? Yes. Dang. Yes, did you go to the tip of Cape Cod? Like yeah, I went to, the, went to the lighthouse. Yeah, did I did all the that stuff. That's I took awesome. uh, like boat rides and everything by myself. Like these old people were like, oh my God, you're so cute. And I was just like sitting there like traveling by myself. Aww. So getting over it, going through those long car rides, becoming comfortable with yourself 
and finding strength. I went axe throwing for the first time by yourself. By myself. Okay. On that tr- on that whole journey, you're amazing. That was like even before axe throwing was cool or like a thing. Yeah, that anybody know about? I was like, about. you know what sounds really independent? <laughs> Fucking chuck some axes. I'm gonna throw some axes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, now I graduated to throwing knives. What? Yeah, you're a knife thrower. You yeah. fucking ninja. What the hell? <laughs> when did you cool. start that? When? You- uh, so Atlanta has this awesome like. Axe throwing Atlanta, I think that's what it's called. Uh, they have like this awesome um, weapons board that you can graduate each time as long as you're proficient in whatever you start with. What obviously you so start like with somebody axes. watch you like test. Like, so you test have to you. take a test and then you move up. So I got Fucking to knife ass. throwing. That's very proud of myself. I was so excited. Ass. I was so excited. You're such a badass. You're also so that doing. was that was um. First of all, my family was like mind blown that I actually did all this stuff by myself. Was your mom worried about you? I don't think she so. trusts you. My mom's such a worry ward. She'd freak the fuck out. I think out. our moms are the opposite. <laughs> they must be. Well, your mom also has more kids to worry about than mine. That's, that's true. But still. Yeah, like my family was mind blown. Like, oh my God, you did all this stuff like while you were there. I literally used every free time I could to explore by myself that's amazing i feel like i can't even fucking stand in line for coffee without looking at my phone to feel like i'm not and that was the other thing in new hampshire at that camp you had no signal oh wow no signal i mean sometimes we'd get like wi-fi because i worked at the clinic um so we had to but i mean you didn't walking around the campus or anything you had no signal i couldn't even call my family unless i was like 30 minutes out Maybe even an hour out of this campground. It was in the White Mountains. Wow. Yeah. So you had like a whole detox summer. That's what I'm saying. It was all, it was great. It was, it felt so great. Even though I almost died on the whole. Would you whitewater raft again? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. (laughs) First of all, I'm, I'm not kidding that I almost died. I mean, I did the hardest rapids you could possibly do. Was it the first time you went? No. I've been whitewater rafting before. This is the first time, obviously, I went by myself. Usually, I go with my family. So, if I'm going with my family, I have a lot of younger siblings. So, we're not going to do that hard of rapids. And I was like, no, I got to step up my game. I got to, you know, conquer this, all this stuff. Went whitewater rafting on the hardest rapids you can do. Wound up going to Massachusetts because the one in Maine was just way too far. Uh, so I went and I was in the front of the raft and my paddle got stuck in a turbulence. Like turbulent? What? I can't like even. Like a swirly loop-de-loo type well, thing? Well, what they call like surfing. Been. Okay. Like in the rapids where you're kind of just stuck in one place because the water's just perpetuating um, underneath it. Mm-hmm. I My paddle got caught right there. And it's the biggest thing that you learn in like when you go whitewater rafting is not to let go of your paddle. Well, that kind of fucked me over because <laughs> I held on my paddle. My paddle got stuck and it wound up throwing me off. <gasps> the raft and then I got stuck and then I fell hit the bottom of the river and then the next thing I know my head is like hitting the and my face is hitting the top 
of the bottom, I mean, not the top, the bottom of the raft. Oh my God. Because I'm wearing a life vest. Obviously, you're going to float to the top. Do they so, like stop? Like does the captain of, the, I don't know what they're called. You can't stop because we were, we were surfing. So I was stuck. So, so they couldn't even. Of course, being a Floridian, right? Um, these riptides, pretty much what, what it was. It's like a riptide, right? It's just perpetuating. You learn to swim sideways and get out of it. So I think my instincts just kicked in. I wound up swimming sideways and then I came up for air. This water is, by the way, freezing. Oh my God. Freezing. Like when we went to Slide Rock Park, it was freezing, right? But it was further north, so it was probably worse than that water. I was about to say. But still, it Ooh, was. We should talk about Slide Rock Park, anyways. So super cold. I come up, I'm like, adrenaline rush they thank god we had like the captain of our raft was the owner of like the company the dad with the most experience Mm -hmm. and they got me back on the raft and like how did they like they can't turn around did you have to like swim so they were in that little part where they're kind of stuck and they kind of like waited for me to pop up and they're like I just felt for to me it felt like the longest time ever I really don't know how long I was that (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't know die. how long I would be dead right now because like the first thing Wouldn't you want to do it. especially when you touch cold water is like take a deep breath because it takes your breath away mm. right and like you can't you're gonna drown so uh we got my got back in the raft and then we stopped off at the next the closest stop and um got my paddle back <laughs> oh because you lost your paddle yeah. on this uh so what should you have done let go of the paddle yeah so because just, you were holding onto the paddle, it and it got flung stuck. Yeah, and it got stuck. I should have just let it go Damn. instead of going in. That's crazy. Well, I'm glad you're still here, you little baddie. I would definitely go again. <sighs> You'll hear her. She's fucking fearless. I love it. <laughs> I love. I love going though. We can do the baby rapids together. The baby in Utah rapids. or something. Come on, I gotta start somewhere. Okay, okay, okay. Regress with me. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so that trip was overall mind-blowing because you, what, you gained a fuck ton of confidence, for one? Yeah, and it was and just... And you almost died. <laughs> yeah. Awakening. Woo! Uh, maybe it was. It was just mind-blowing to see... Well, that's the first time I really traveled north, east, anyways. Yeah. So seeing all the different kinds of... I mean, I'm a Floridian. Everything's flat here. There's sand. There's beaches. That's so what I'm flat. used to. Yeah. I'm in the White Mountains for the first time ever. Wow. You know, like snow caps all year. What are what are the White Mountains? Is a mountain range? It's, it's not the Blue Ridge. Is it north of the Blue Ridge? I don't know. Anyway, it was, it was beautiful, but definitely an eye-opening experience. To, definitely with all the states that I visited while I was up there. That's so, amazing mind-blowing experiences definitely a culture shock even within a landscape shock geography shock all the different terrains in this country we're just blessed yes yeah so mind blown festivals definitely blow my mind um I feel like I'm a little old to be a raver at 33 no but like never too old I'm not you're never too old like the whole plur community is like welcoming and what what the hell does Flora stand for? Peace. Okay. Do you know the handshake? No. Oh my god, See, Lauren. I'm such a brave Okay, noob. okay. It's it's peace. Peace. Love. 
love, unity, unity, and then respect, which would be the last one, which is where you would usually trade bracelets. Aww, so cute. Blur. So peace, love, unity, respect. That's cute. And is rave candy still a thing? It is. It is. It's, I don't think it's as popular as it was, what, 10 years ago? Not even. Yeah. Eight years ago? The scene's definitely know. become mainstream, which is kind of sad for the old old heads like you. The oh, OG. Old. No, the OG ravers is all I mean by but that. But yeah, I mean, I've been raving for a long time. I mean... I really haven't been to a lot of festivals, technically, like, compared to some of these people that have been, like, diehards, right? We're getting better at that, though. It's not just that. I mean, festivals cost money. So much fucking money, you guys. You have no idea how much Talk about mind-blowing. That's mind-blowing. Right mind-blowing how much some of these tickets are. And the worst part is, it's like, oh, yeah, this is a sick lineup. There's, like, 20 DJs that I want to see. But, of course, they all play at the same time. Not all of them, but the biggest ones, of course. But... It's all good. We still love you, Ultra, and we're still stoked as fuck to get dressed up. Also, that's another point. Andrea gets decked out when we go to these shows. Like, it's amazing. And she is constantly complimented the entire fucking time. Everybody's <laughs> like, I love your outfit. And then, like, I get some side comments because they like, looking at her outfit. They're like, y'all look cute. And really, it's just Andrea that went full on. No, I mean, I love it. I think and, – and that's the – that's the biggest thing when I first got into festivals is that you learn the whole piece, love, unity, respect. You learn that expressing yourself is very much promoted in the community. So being a creative person, you can express mm-hmm. yourself through what you wear and the things I like make a lot of my outfits. She's so talented, y'all. She's so... Well, first of all, I'm plus size, okay? And, like, this whole ugly plus size clothing is not cool. So, rave community needs to do better on the plus size yeah, raving. everything runs small as it is. It's bullshit. So, I mean, I, I make a lot of my stuff. Damn, girl, you could, like, start a plus size Oh, no, rave. that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a lot of, it's a lot of money work. for that. But I love, I love doing that. It's, it's my creative side that I can let out. So, You're so good at it. But, I mean, some of these some of these people that you also see, like, respect. Talk about mind-blowing. Some of their outfits, like the astronauts that, like, show up in, like, the full uniform. Yeah, like, crazy. we were in Las Vegas. Life is beautiful last year. What time was it? It was September. And this guy is in a full-on fucking NASA suit. And it's lit, lit up. The whole thing's lit up. We took a picture with him. It was great. But, like... He's in the middle of the fucking crowd with his NASA suit on. like In the desert. <laughs> in the desert in September. It was super cool. Yeah. I love. It was amazing. Yes. I love seeing people express themselves through, you know, dressing up for these festivals. And yeah, like he had fun wearing that. But like, you know, he really did it for others because everybody yes. took pictures with him because they yes. thought it was so cool. So it's like. But it's like, it's a given. It in- you you want to dress up. Because you want other people to enjoy themselves, but you're also enjoying yourselves and express enjoying yourself, enjoying life. You're expressing yourself. There's so many benefits and positives either way. And sometimes I think with this, with these festivals and raving becoming more mainstream, we're losing some of that plur mentality. I really feel like we are because people don't even dress up much anymore. It's not only that, but sometimes I see 
people just being so disrespectful oh. on the apps and okay, on radiate stuff like that shout out radiate we love you what do you we mean, do though? love radiate we do love radiate um but yeah and then all the, and you you see some of us being like plur guys plur guys because you need you need that reminder sometimes that the community should support each other and shouldn't be hating and shouldn't be there shouldn't be hate comments no. politics should be shouldn't be stressed or involved you shouldn't be hating on religion like all the things to respect other people right Mm -hmm. it's it's not rave culture we're just there to dance in love and that's why i feel enjoying literally you are enjoying life you're enjoying music you're enjoying all the things you like you're dressing up creativity all the creativity that you see music wise I mean, all the art that we see at these festivals that oh pop up. Oh my God, up. yeah, like the life beautiful. is beautiful. Like just, um, they had this thing called the Bacardi Art Hotel and it was oh my just God, like so this cool. little area where you went and danced and took photos and they had all these photo ops with neon shit and statues, like all this stuff. And that's not just at one festival. These are multiple festivals. Yeah, like how good is the decor going to be at Ultra? I'm hoping it's really it good. It better be good. Ultra's but like- these artists also produce like for some of these festivals, like specifically the good DJs. What do you mean? Like new songs? New songs. New sets or any, whatever. New songs, new sets. The good DJs are the ones that are actually mixing stuff at the festival not just playing their album. Fuck yeah. Yeah. We won't talk about who just plays their album because we love him, but... That's that's one of the really cool things about these festivals because like you can go see a band and they're just gonna play their regular songs, yeah. but like festivals, you get a whole new experience from that DJ that you can't hear anywhere else. And they're not even playing it like on every show they play that summer. It's like different for each festival. And those the good DJs are doing that. Yeah, that's a true <laughs> artist. Like Dylan Francis at Life Is Beautiful, fucking killed it. Um, what do you call it? Also, on 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 that. Oh, man, I just... I didn't know any, like, of course, I'm not, like, the biggest Dylan. I'm not stuck up Dylan's ass, but, like, I feel like none of what he played was even any of his songs. He just mixed a bunch of new shit, and it was but that's fucking what, amazing. It's having we danced fun. our ass off the whole time. We loved it. I didn't want Listen, it to end. definitely. Like, have fun. You know, that's that's what it's... That whole feeling, and that's what's addictive for me, right? When you go to a festival, you're... Or you're going, like, when we went to Euphoria, which is, like, the tour, some of these shows. So it's the child tour. Yeah. Some of these shows that you go to. It's addicting because that feeling, all the energy that you're feeling, right? Mm-hmm. You're feeling it like your whole body feels it. You feel yep. the base, I like, say, in my soul. Like, in your core, you can feel this base. You are surrounded by music. You're surrounded by happy people all these people are living their best life. It is high frequency shit. Yes. And every it's like you're so present and being part of having a high frequency is being in the moment. And like no other I love live music of all types, but no other shows like DJ shows do I feel present like I do there. Like you're just feeling the music, you're dancing your fucking ass off. And that's like another thing like you know when you're at concerts, some people are scared to put their hands up or like even yell, like if you're yeah. in the lawn and shit. And I've always been one of those people that is like, whoa, like just yelling, right. regardless of what everybody else is doing. But when you're at these sh- shows, like 
you can dance your ass off, even if you're in the back of the crowd and nobody's judging you. Like, or well, at least only, I don't care. Not only dancing, people are doing light shows. Mm-hmm. They're like hula hooping. They're the finger glubbies. <laughs> There's so many things that people are expressing, how they feel, what the environment is, you know, just the energy with yeah, the energy. It's just so great. It's very spiritual in a sense. And I that's what I'm it. saying. It's when you first go to a festival, it is mind blowing because there's so many things you feel all at once. Yeah. Like my sister doesn't even like this shit at all, but she went to two, two Tiesto show years ago and mm-hmm. she loved it. Yeah. That's what I'm there's saying. nothing like it. She didn't know anything about Tiesto. Some people are like, oh, it. I like music. Okay. Listen, if you don't like EDM, right. And I get it. Everyone has their own stuff. Have you, if you ever heard of like voodoo or I think Buku's the same way, some of these other festivals are a mix of genres. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like life is beautiful was very much that Luda was there Luda so Prince. Was Francis. <laughs> and a bunch of house stuff like Gorgon city. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's a mix of genres at some of these festivals and there's something for everyone. Mm-hmm. So go enjoy it. I like right? how they're doing that. I mean, I guess that's kind of cool how that's one plus of uh, DJs become a mainstream. So, yeah. So, it's sacred. We're talking about sacred spots. Fucking yeah. Festivals are sacred. Not only that, like music, it's always believed to be sacred. True. Right? Music can change your mood. Yes, definitely. Gives you a memory, changes your mood. Oh, There's definitely. so many things that like, music can trigger. Yeah, like if I'm not having, like if I'm just like in a blah mood, like I put on my favorite dance songs and dance the fuck out in my car on mm-hmm. the way to the drugstore or whatever the fuck I'm doing. And I feel happy. And not only music, right? Because that's some, it, it just has to appeal to one of your senses to have, be like a sacred spot. Right? Yeah. So, like, I I feel the most comfortable at the beach, on the water. Same. So, you know, when we're meditating on the beach, you know. This morning. Yeah. I mean, that's like a sacred spot. The beach is amazing. It's it's why I'm here in Florida. Thank you, Florida, for being so beautiful. Everybody take care of your beaches. (sighs) Yes, please. Um, But... What do you call it? The um, the spots that we uh, wow! I can't. I'm. I needed my energy drink. Celsius, <laughs> right? Where are you at? Um, yeah, festivals are sacred to us. We've been to a couple other places that are like more known to be sacred. Right, like the Vortexes. In Sedona. Oh, you know what? Uh, I was thinking thinking um, Buddha Beach. Oh, yeah, that place is amazing. Right? Different vibe, very low-key. Um, you could see Cathedral Rock from there. Yeah, so this is another this little, like, river area in Sedona. You can Google it and figure out where it was. It was a little tricky to find. But... It was, but that's part of it sometimes is, yeah. like, a sacred spot sometimes can just be the journey there, right? Being by yourself or, you know, getting that time to disconnect is good. Yeah. And it's called Buddha Beach. Well, I'm not exactly sure this is why it's called Buddha Beach, but everybody makes those zen pebble stacks, rock stacks mm-hmm. at this beach. And you just see them all over the place and nobody fucks with them. They just, you make it and it stays there. Except if there's a lot of rain, they'll all wash out. So. Yeah, if there's flooding. You know, we went 
during like monsoon season. Yeah, we didn't know monsoons were a thing. We I mean, I knew they were a thing, but I didn't know we were going in Arizona. I mean, in monsoon I season. Yeah, thankfully we had a shared Airbnb, and our host told us about that because we had no idea. <laughs> like, that oh, by just the way, there. we're in the middle of the desert, but uh, it might hail. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? what? Weather yeah. is crazy, insane. Um, yeah, but Buda Beach is awesome. Andrea made like 35 rock stacks. I made one because it took me that long, <laughs> but it was a blast. Great. I Check mean, it out. I was trying to make the biggest ones possible because I'm that kind of person. Yeah. She made a mark. Literally. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just don't just being in the moment is part of what makes something or somewhere sacred. Just being present. is so important to raising your frequency and having a happy life. Don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the past. Be here right fucking now. That one with nature feeling Yes. There's nothing better. There's really not. Just feeling the ground, like barefoot. Grounding is so important. I'm glad you know about that. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, oh my God, no shoes. Yeah. Walk barefoot. Walk barefoot. You can't tell me like walking on a beach or walking down a dirt path. You can't. There's no other feeling than going barefoot and feeling one with... The earth. It literally raises your frequency, too. It really does. They say that you should ground for 10 minutes a day. So try to put your feet directly on the ground 10 minutes a day. And if you're in a bad mood, even if you just go outside and stand on the ground, I'll go outside Fresh and pull the hoop. And na- barefoot, not naked. <laughs> that would be weird. Barefoot. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It'd be weird in my neighborhood. If I lived a little private, more of a private area, naked hula hoop all the time. Yeah, every time you do that and you become more and more comfortable being by yourself, it's just so good for yes. self-growth, self-love, right? Even if you're cleansing all those negative, like you said, maybe you need to step out and get some fresh air from whatever you're doing. Just being alone and having your thoughts there and like releasing them, being present with yourself, then connecting or grounding. Those are all so important. So important. We we are part of this earth and it gives back to us. So t- take that in. Take advantage of that. Put your feet on the ground. Talking about um the earth giving giving us lots of things. Uh so the earth gave us, I mean, mushrooms. Yes. We love mushrooms. Some of these psychedelics, guys. I mean, I'm scared of acid. Have you done acid? No. Yeah, I have no, I, I have no desire to do acid, but mushrooms, they're natural, man. Yes. Right? Very toxic to your liver. Oh. So don't overdose on So is alcohol. So is everything. Yes. Listen, a lot of drugs are bad for your body in large quantities. Yeah. But we prescribe drugs are bad for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Believe this me. is coming from a nurse. So, I mean, you do the pros, cons list. Don't right? do them every day. Yeah. You do the pros, cons list and you see what's best. And if that's, if that's what you truly want, then. Yeah, we're, um, we're probably about to. Have some fun times with some shroomies at some ultras. Right? But I mean, okay, so... They make me feel like a kid. 
Go do ahead. they? I was going to say, how do they make you feel? Like, what makes you feel... Okay, so you can smoke weed. So um, what's the difference for you of smoking weed, drinking, mushrooms, maybe something else? I don't know what else. So smoking weed is just kind of, like I said, it's become a habit for me. It's kind of just like a distraction from life. And I feel like alcohol, I treat the same way. Like, yeah, you get a buzz. Like, yeah, you're more like careless your guards down you just don't you care less about what people think which i already don't but i really don't give a fuck what people think when i'm (laughs) drinking tequila but um mushrooms for some reason just make me feel free and giggly i mean they make everybody giggly i think that's the best (laughs) part just like laughing laughing is the best part of life i feel like as a human um and oh, just, there's so much innocence behind laughing. Yes. Like when you hear a baby laugh and you're like, oh my God, Aww. like your heart breaks. You're like, oh my God, it's so innocent. Cute. That actually makes me smile. I don't I like know. kids. Like, <laughs> okay. Anyways. Anyways, kids are great. Um, yeah. So I just feel free and like I could just, I just want to spin around and dance. And that's literally what I did the last time I ate mushrooms at Life is Beautiful. That's true. <laughs> true. What do you... How do mushrooms make you feel? What do you love about them? Um, I feel two different ways. Like, while you take them, I kind of feel like Tinkerbell, where you can only feel, like, Ooh. one emotion at the, at a time. Oh. So when you say you get giggly, yeah, that's the – I feel really happy in that moment, and I just want to laugh, right? That's all I can feel. And then my mood will, like – it comes in waves, right? Yeah. So does the nausea. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, I really don't get nauseous unless I haven't eaten anything for hours or so. Okay. But anyways, like the waves will come over and sometimes like the anxiety will build, but then it'll go away, right? Mm -hmm. In another wave. I feel like you, do you, do you try to think yourself out of that? I try to just switch it. Like I kind of try to picture, you know, like an actual wave at the beach, like crashing and then Hmm. receding. Because you know it's going to go away. Like, that feeling's mm-hmm. going to go away. It's only temporary. Exactly. I wonder, because I've never had a bad trip, but I know a lot of people have. I wonder if that's part of it. Like, they feel shitty, and then they think that they just get they get caught up in that anxiety. Probably. And forget that it's temporary. I never really, I never had a bad trip. Me either. Because I always remember, this is only going to last for a certain amount of time. I think and sometimes I the intelligence bed, of you knowing what you're doing, and, I mean, also, you're not like... I don't know. Just knowing what you're doing, like how it's supposed to affect you. Yeah. And being too knowledgeable about what you're doing can like kill like some of the... The freeness of it. Not freeness. Because I still... It feels like my brain is unlocked after it. So a lot of people, um, like I believe in microdosing, right? Mm -hmm. That having like your brain like your living room, right? It's messy. There's things shuffled everywhere. It's like having your mind cleared. Like everything looks pristine again. After the come down? Yeah. Wow. It it lasts days. That's like the whole point of microdosing. Actually, microdosing, there's a big study on people um, that are depressed or anxious, microdosing and actually feeling better for about three months at a wow. time. So 
I mean, they're still doing studies. For microdosing with shrooms, not acid, right? Right, shrooms. Okay. Definitely not acid. Okay. Because, I mean, that's a thing, too, but. Yes. But definitely, um, they're doing, like, the study with the shrooms. And uh, so it's been helping people, you know, kind of clear that. That's amazing. I love that we're studying alternative ways to help people because man-made drugs are not always the answer, in my opinion. But they're not always the answer. And sometimes people just need a crutch. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you can't have that crutch your whole life. Yeah. The lesson I'm trying to learn at this moment in time. So I'm going to ask you a dirty question. Have you had sex on mushrooms? Yes. And it was terrible. What? Yeah. Really? Can't do it. Was that recent? Was, the last, was nope. it the last time you did it? The last time you ate them? Nope. Was it with somebody you were comfortable with? I won't do it again. Really? Was it with somebody you were comfortable with? At the time, yes. Really? I'm surprised you didn't like it. I did not like that feeling. Why? Were you tripping really hard? I felt so overwhelmed. And I'm kind of like, like when I build like a little nest... When I when you trip, like when I trip, like if Ooh, like I, a fort, like I'm inside my inside the house, I'll build like a little comfortable nest. I don't like furniture because I feel like I'm floating. I know that sounds weird. Wow, so she's like, tripping hard, you guys. Give so me some like, of what you got. Listen, I'm not tripping that hard. I feel like I just feel like creating that safe space for yourself because you know what's going on. Yeah, the most comfortable way you can be. Because like if That's I had important. a choice, yes, if I had a choice, I'd be on the beach. Right? Because mm-hmm. water well, want, water feels fucking orgasmic when you're... Because of your sign. I Wait, mean, no, I'm just saying like on sign, drugs. Right? Oh. <laughs> on drugs in general. Oh, I don't think I've gone swimming on drugs. I mean, weed, yeah, but... I'm on mushrooms specifically. Oh, I want to go swimming on mushrooms. But like grounding, oh my God, grounding is a real big thing when you're on mushrooms. Mm. I think that's what it is. Because the last down. time I did it, Oh, now I gotta remember. Come on. Uh, the last time I did it, I was at a house that had um, space between the the actual ground, like the foundation, and the floor. So, like, there was so there's a large foundation. There's like a basement. Not so a there base- was space. Oh, there was space between it, and I felt like the ground was hollow, and it was freaking me out. Did you go in the basement to no, solve that? No, no, hell no. Was I would the basement not... creepy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I wouldn't do that. I was still on the ground, but I wound up watching those, like, YouTube videos with the color dropping into water. Oh. Yeah. Are they for tripping? Why, are, why do those videos No, exist? they're just apparently relaxing. You know how you watch some... Or hear some stuff. You had the patience to find that. I feel like I can't be on my phone when I'm tripping. I'm just like, typing is hard. (laughs) Like, no. Yeah, I become really OCD. At at the beginning. Believe me, it only lasts like five, five, it feels like five minutes, probably like five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) It's the other thing is like, time doesn't feel like. It doesn't. It's weird. Right. At all. It's like slow sometimes Mm -hmm. and fast other times. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sad to hear that you didn't have a good experience having sex. Uh, yeah, I won't do it. I don't think Sorry, I've ever guys. done it. If I did, it wasn't memorable. No, alcohol like physically hard. Oh yeah, but that's there's a fine line of alcohol. Like yeah, you can be way too drunk. Yeah, yeah, you can be way too drunk and have sex, and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. But if you're at that right point, 
where like you're drunk enough where you just don't care. That's sweet spot. It's fucking mind blowing sex. Yeah, because like you're even more confident. You're just like Ew. you're not overthinking. There's oh. no little things that are bothering you. You're that. just enjoying yourself. You're like, oh my god, this feels so good. This feels so good. And you're just so focused on like yourself and your enjoyment. You're not overthinking. You're not going, oh my god, are my tits looking like saggy? No, how am I? I'm, fat rolls looking like yeah I mean, as women we know that that's the most important part of having good sex is not overthinking right like not being in your head about it you got to be present got to bring yourself back to that present state and not think about what you look like or what he's thinking about or she's thinking about and just do it get into it and that's like that's part of the reason why i struggle with like casual sex because i feel like for me to have an orgasm, I need to, like, first of all, there needs to be a buildup. Like, definitely foreplay is important, but, like, also, like, slow, passionate that builds up to, like, fast is important to me. But it's, like, when you're having casual sex with somebody, you can't have slow, passionate sex, I feel like. I don't know, because I don't like you, slow, you passionate sex. fucking go hard uh, in the paint. It's just not something I typically See, do this is me and my damn emotions it's like the passion i mean i'm feeling a lot of things i just don't want that <laughs> <laughs> See, this is, we're so different y'all we're so different because like when i think of emotional sex like not emotional i'm not crying <laughs> that's what it sounded like when i said emotional sex I fucking hope you're not crying. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> crying because it's so good. <laughs> right? But, like, if I'm having passionate sex, aren't, like, aren't you thinking a lot about the other person? Like, yeah, Actually, I, I think a lot about myself and, like, how hot I look when I'm, like, slowly getting it. Man, I wish I had that, like, perspective, I guess, because I just don't. But honestly, I feel like I've only had that particular experience with one person who I was already really comfortable with and kind of just like using their dick for my advantage. <laughs> See, I don't call that passionate. It's not passionate. I I was acting like it was passionate. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. Because I, 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 gotcha. I did care about that person, but knew that it couldn't be anything more than sex. So I just took advantage of our comfortability and 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 use that situation to have slow, passionate sex. Yeah. Um so what about mind blowing orgasms? You wanna talk about any of those? I mean I think everyone has different descriptions of what are different First of all, you're going to have different kinds of orgasms, right? Mm -hmm. um, apparently, there's four, like, pleasure zones. Five. There's five pleasure zones. Five? Five. Yep. What? What five, are they? Five pleasure spots, I should say, for females. There's, like, they break it down. Do you know Look the on details? The internet. You don't know the details? Look on the internet. Like but, like, really the G out. spot, like, the cervix spot whatever the heck whatever letter that is and then so the cervix is different than the g spot is and that's just so that's what i'm saying angles, like I guess. there's like all this stuff right and it's all about angles i'm tight uh so all these things that go into it when you have an orgasm and of course you're going to have orgasm intensities right 
when you masturbate, I, and I know definitely for men, not because I have a penis, I'm just saying, <laughs> talking to the guys, you have definitely different intensities with orgasms. There's a difference between masturbating and actually having sex. Yeah, for sure. With another person. And then there's probably a difference between having an orgasm with a condom on and without a condom oh, on. Oh, yeah, there's definitely... <laughs> there's that, be. too. <laughs> Fucking condoms. There's Practice that, too. Safe sex. Yes, safe sex. Please Very wrap important. it up. If you don't know, wrap it up. Yeah. Safe all the way. But there is a difference. And I know, usually I know when I'm going to hit that intense orgasm, Mm -hmm. uh, when like two of those zones are hit at once versus just the one. So like the clit and the G spot, for example. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like I've had good orgasms via clit, but like never mind blowing orgasms. They're always internal. That's what I'm saying. So like, well, I mean, some people, some people apparently have better orgasms. That's what I'm saying. Everyone's different. True. Right. True. But I know for me, like to get an intense and mind blowing orgasm, I need to hit two of those zones at least. Yeah, that is always the best. That's probably. That my Unless my memorable. guard is let down and I'm like, you know, drinking that night or something. And it just comes to me by surprise. Because sometimes I think our bodies do that. I think like our hormones get hyped up and it's just, we want to release, we want to release, we want to release. I feel like hormones definitely have to have a lot to do with it because I one of my most mind-blowing orgasms was more about the connection I had with that person. Because, like, honestly, he had the smallest penis that I've ever had sex with. It was an ex-boyfriend Damn. of mine. But every time we had sex, I came. And it was because I felt like he was my soulmate. Like, we were just so connected. Like, And that's cool. I love people that can do that. I'm just not one of those people. <laughs> I think it was, comes back to emotional availability. I think that was the last episode when we got into that. But, um... I don't know. One day you'll find your person, I feel but like. But I also, and... I don't even feel like, I because I am so comfortable with myself. Key. Um, knowing what I like. Yes. Right? Love because it. when you first experience sex, you're always taught about, like, the other person. True. Right? Like this how is how you give them. a blowjob, and yeah. this is how you ride dick, and this is this is this, and this is that. It always seems like you're trying to please the other person. When, I mean, it's for your enjoyment too, right? Yeah, and girls, I feel like guys take it as a turn on when you help them out and let them know what you like, or like do this, or be easier, or be harder, or like exactly. Like, if you know how you like direction. it. Yes, if you know how you like it and you're comfortable with yourself, you know, getting comfortable sexually with yourself helps with those orgasms, those mind-blowing orgasms. And guys want you to come. Like, a lot of guys are selfish and, like, just care about getting off. But, like, it's a turn-on for them if they can make you orgasm. And that's the same for us because, listen, there's times where I... The guy can go round after round and after round, which is fucking surprising. Her world. Welcome to Andrea's show. So I can do that. And I'm most 
I'm usually that person, right? That can go round after round after round after round. You got at least two in me. Sometimes three. Go ahead. Mom, like five, six, seven. But anyways, <laughs> um, when you meet the other person that's more, uh, what is that word called? Ready to go? <laughs> more ready. <laughs> I don't know what uh, you're thinking. Anyways, if they're, if they're, if the guy can stay hard and keep going for a long time, and you already orgasmed, and they didn't orgasm, you just feel some type of way. Oh my god, it hurts the ego so much. You're like, wait, what the fuck did What's I do wrong? What's wrong with my pussy? <laughs> what did I do Don't wrong? Don't think like this, girls. This is not the way to think. No. Sometimes they're in their head, or. And that's the thing too is guys. I think guys think that they're not emotional thinkers during sex. <laughs> and I, I kind of get it because they're more like visual than us sometimes. But listen, if something is bothering them, they're not going to orgasm. Mm. I'm sorry. Okay. But knowing yourself too, there are some times that I'm having sex and it feels really good. But there comes a time where I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to orgasm. I don't yeah, care. Exactly. I don't care what you do. I, I might direct you to something I like. I'm sorry, my brain has switched and it's not. It's not going to do it. I hate it when I lose it, but it <sighs> happens. It's so annoying. And it's nothing against you guys. Like, there's nothing you, you could do. It could feel great, but like it our like, fucking minds are so powerful. And it's it's disappointing sometimes more for us than it is you because mm-hmm. we're like, oh man, gosh damn it! Like I really wanted to finish. Yep. That Feel good. Be the last time okay, I did listen, it. when you orgasm, you're gonna give all those anti-stress, anxiety, hormones, and all this stuff that feels good. You're gonna get all that boost. Is that what it is? Do you release hormones? I wonder what happens scientifically when you orgasm. There's a whole bunch of stuff that happens chemically, like inside mm. you. Serotonin release and all yeah. of that. So I mean that's what I'm saying. That's that's the whole that's where you want to get. Mm-hmm. And but sometimes you don't get that. You're fucking thinking too much. That, and you know what, dudes? Listen, when you masturbate too much, a vagina feels different than a hand. Yeah. And, you and can if they're control. too used, if they're too used to jacking off and um, finishing with their hand. They're not used to the other. Especially if they're wearing a condom, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't take it personal, girls. It's them jacking off too much. That's why they're not coming. <laughs> That's the same thing. Like, you work your way up. Like, as, as listen, everyone's going to like whatever they like, right? If at the end, you guys both get what you came for. You both orgasm, and it's going to maybe take you guys, I don't know, a different way. Like, maybe a blowjob or maybe sex or maybe you know fingering something you but if the goal is both of you guys to get off just don't leave one person hanging that's not cool how rare is it for you to orgasm at the same time as other person i feel like that's oh so rare that's happened to you before right it's only happened to me like with one person i think yeah maybe two i think that is hmm. there's i i can't count how many times I can't count how many times, but it's a very, very, very low number. Okay? It's rare. 
I feel like that has to do with emotional connection. Yes. I was just about to say that. I'm like, the rare times that I do feel emotionally connected are the ones that... Submitting how rare it is. That's what I'm saying. That's how rare it is. I love it. All right. I think we unpacked a lot today. Yeah. Tonight. It's now nighttime. Woo. Nighttime. So what are our takeaways from all this stuff that we unpacked today? (sighs) Not overthinking things. So important. Be present. Dance. In the moment. Yeah. In the bed. <laughs> on the dick. Right? Just dance your life away. Those mind blowing moments um, are most of the time unexpected. Because you're present and you're not thinking about what right? could happen. You're not overthinking. And that's like being present and not overthinking is a very big part of the law of attraction. Like just being open to what's happening right now being open to receiving everything that you've asked for and everything that you want and focusing on what could go right instead of what could go wrong just not thinking about the past being open to receiving positive energy exactly positive orgasms all the orgasms i wish all of you guys great orgasms yes mind-blowing orgasms Mind-blowing orgasms. Even if you have to give them to yourself. Yes. Dildos, vibrators. Get comfortable with yourself. Yeah, girls, figure out what you like so you can take it with you. Guys, get comfortable with what you like, too, because sometimes I want you to tell me, like, you know... Yeah. Don't be having some fucking vanilla sex all the time. Exactly. Or the same three. Okay, listen. If I'm having sex with someone and they do the same three positions the same time, not the same time. Like in the same order. That's impossible. The same order each time you have sex with them. Listen, that's an automatic, like, oh, you failed. That's when a relationship starts falling apart. You failed. Keep it wild. Don't overthink it. Why are you overthinking it? There's, when you're in a relationship, there's more of that emotional connection there's more passion go with the flow passion go with what feels right lean into that passion works for me i can't wait for ultra oh my god we're gonna have so much fun talk about mind-blowing experiences we're gonna eat some shroomies and we're gonna have a blast we're gonna have a blast no matter what we always do because we stay in the moment and don't give a fuck about what other people think perfect all right see you next trip yeah, guys, please uh, like, subscribe. Please leave us positive reviews. Five Baggage stars. Please. We need it. Download. Um, follow us on Instagram. We love you. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.